Hello, Truth Ranger Richard with you once again today. Hey, I've got a question for you. It might seem a little out of the ordinary, but the question is, are you ready to come out of the closet? Are you ready to come out of the closet? Hey, I'll give you a little time to think about that one, and I'll be right back. Okay, Richard, the Truth Ranger with you once again. Hey, the question might have been a little confusing to you because the word, the term, the phrase coming out of the closet has a different meaning than what I'm going to apply to it here, but I'm talking about the real closet. You know, when we hear someone talking about coming out of the closet today, we understand it to be somehow associated with their sexuality or gender issues or whatever you want to plug in. But I'm going to talk to you about the real closet, not the, the closet that society has called the closet because that's a mindset. What I'm going to talk about today is the real closet. Are you ready to come out of the closet? We're living in interesting times, to say the least. Nothing seems to make sense anymore. If you make the mistake of watching the news, usually you'll just get depressed because every time you hear anything discussed, it takes on a different meaning every time it's spoken. Well, you know what I'm talking about. COVID, vax, don't vax, mask, don't wear a mask, wear 10 masks. You don't need the vaccine. You must get vaccinated. You must have 20 vaccines. You must have a booster, 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 booster. Nothing seems to make sense anymore. And it's very confusing. It really is. But I want to put a little di different perspective on what we're seeing in our society, but mostly what we are seeing in our own lives. We look around us and people are dying. They're dying. They're physically dying. Their life is ending. We see it in the news every day and most of it is pinned on COVID. Whether it's actually the result of COVID or not, who knows? We can't believe anything we're told anymore. We really can't. The news is so jaded the media has been so, I don't know what the word is, prostituted by either side <clears throat> that we just can't really believe anything we're told. But I'm going to tell you something today that you can believe. <clears throat> this is something you can take to the bank. The problem will be it's going to be so challenging to us that it will be hard to receive. Once we receive it, we will believe it. And once we believe it, we will receive it. What am I talking about? I'm talking about coming out of the closet, the real closet. Now, right away, your minds are probably running to this, this uh, sexual thing or this gender thing or something like that, and that's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about the closet that we all have been placed in. The closet that we have been placed in by our upbringing, our education, <clears throat> our parents, society, religion, occupational, whatever it is, the closet. The person you have been created to be is not the person you are. We have been shoved into a closet all of our lives. Now, we're beginning to experience what I call the Great Awakening. I've been talking about this for 20 years that this day was going to come, and here it is, folks. <clears throat> the Great Awakening. 
where we are beginning to see that every aspect of our society has been based on total deception. Who can we trust? <laughs> what aspect of society can we trust? The stock market? Oh, <laughs> give me a break there. It's bound to crash any second and it could rebound. It can be up one second, down the other second. Your retirement, your 401k, your retirement that the government keeps talking about how they're going to try to figure out a way to seize it. Is that where your trust is? Your job, your job that factories and businesses are closing down right and left. They're taking this mandate thing and politicizing it to the point that you don't know if you're going to have a job or not. Think about it. These are the causes we've been shoved into. You know, two men that meet, they just happen to bump into each other and are introducing each other to themselves. And usually the first question out of their mouth is, what do you do? Well, what does that mean? What do you do? Well, I sell cars. Okay. Well, now I'm a mechanic. Okay. Well, I'm a teacher. Whatever. Fill in the blank. It doesn't matter. But that is the closet. That's the closet mentality. That when we meet one another, we absolutely assess each other that way. I assess you based on what you tell me. I judge you based on your status. Okay, if my next door neighbor is a millionaire and he is in the stock market big time or something, then he will put off a different persona than my neighbor living on the other side that mows grass for a living. Here is the closet. <clears throat> Here is the closet that has been created for us. It's not real. The Great Awakening is exposing things to us that have been there all along, but we have been blinded by just trying to survive. We've been blinded by just working and working and working, trying to sort this out and that out, make, making ends meet, feeding our families to the point that we've been preoccupied, preoccupied by the enemy. We are serving a system that never served us. It never did. It pretended to. Now point your finger at any system you want. I don't care. Society, the economic system, look at what's going on. Big pharmaceutical is running your life. It is. Big pharmaceutical is running your life, whether you want to admit it or not, whether that's right or wrong. It is. Okay? Religion has lied to people all of their lives. We see what's supposed to be the body of Christ divided into tens of thousands of entities separated from one another and fighting against one another. It's been a lie. It's the closet. The closet of your occupation, the closet of your religion, the closet of society. You're even placed in a closet depending on your height or your weight. Whether you've got tattoos or whether you don't, whether you've got piercings, whatever. Whether you're male or female or something else, if you identify as something else, you're stuck in that closet. The closet I'm talking about is the mindset, the mindset that we've been stuck with. 
the false identity we've been stuck with. We have all been given a false identity. Now, some of you are going to have a hard time dealing with this. Some of you are going to have a hard time receiving what I'm getting ready to say. But we are all subject to a gigantic lie from the moment we're born. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. The closet we need to come out of, and we are coming out of, just some that are seeing it and doing it faster than others, is the closet of humanity. We've been lied to. You've been lied to. You've been taught all your life that you are a human being, and that's a lie. That is a terrible, terrible lie. That's the closet you've been stuck in, and it's never been true. It's not true now. It's never been true. You've never been a human being, and you never will be. Okay, it's going to take a little explanation there. If you haven't shut me off already, I'm going to go on. You came out of your mother's womb being accused of something you'd never done. Sin, the sin of Adam. You weren't, you weren't in the garden. You didn't commit any sin of Adam. You were immediately accused. But let's backtrack a little bit. What came out of your mother's womb was an eternal being. You are an eternal being. You are not a human being. We are not human beings. We are spirits. We are eternal spirits housed in a temporary human body. Now, if we look at the, the headlines, if we look on social media every day, it seems like people are just dropping dead right and left, right and left. Some people that we really admire, suicides. You know, I just saw a musician uh, yesterday that I actually liked who supposedly committed suicide, and you kind of scratch your head and think, what's going on here? So we see people in our families even, friends, that are succumbing to COVID or whatever they're dying of. It's going to be blamed on COVID no matter what it is. And we wonder about this. But this is all part of the Great Awakening. Some of you are beginning to see this. Some of you are beginning to sense it. The Great Awakening is us realizing, being shown who and what we really are. <clears throat> you cannot die. You cannot be killed. Because if you go look in the mirror, you're looking at a cocoon, a cocoon, a body that's supposed to deteriorate, a body that's supposed to decay, because it's a temporary housing for that butterfly spirit that lives inside. That cocoon leads to a metamorphosis where you will break out of it and you will be an eternal being. So, coming out of the closet of humanity, realizing that you have been misled, some people have misled you, others have just outright lied to you, they knew better. But for the most part, we've been misled by every aspect of our life, even when we first came out of the womb. Think about it. Now, if you don't think I'm crazy already, <clears throat> let me go just a little bit further. We are facing a time where 
circumstances, the things going on in this world, are going to force us to come out of the closet. We're not going to have the choice of trying to pretend we're human beings. We're going to have, have to change our mindset completely in order to survive. There is no more pretending that the enemy can do anything to you because he can't. You know, I look back and I've had some precious people in the last year or so here pass away. Some of it was, was actually from COVID and some of it they blamed on COVID and some of it, it was just, you know, time for them to go, I guess. But where are they now? Do you really believe, do you really believe that they're gone or are they just in another place? See, everyone has eternal life. Everyone does. It just depends on moving from one sphere to another. Leaving this human body, everyone calls death, is actually birth. It's actually the new life. It's actually the real born-again experience. Now, all the religious people will get mad at me for saying this because they're always mad at me. Because I point out the fallacy of false teaching and false religion. You were never responsible for anything Adam did. You never were. You weren't there. You didn't decide to do it. And you are not responsible for the things that have tripped you up in your life. You've been set up. <laughs> We've all been set up. We've been set up to believe lies about ourselves. Okay. Now, the religious people struggle with certain things that, quite honestly, aren't eternal. They, they argue and they fight about temporal things, things like your sexuality, your race. Religion argues and fights about every aspect of what is going to emerge from the cocoon. What is going to emerge from the cocoon is pure spirit. You are pure spirit. What the, let's go into scripture here. I didn't want to sound like a preacher, but I will. Okay. Scripture tells us that God created us, man and woman, in his image. That means us. You, me, created in his image. So when the religious people look at people like ourselves, you know I do a little podcast called The Outcast. I'm an outcast. Maybe you are too. Outcast from the religious society. They look at us and they label us. You know, what do you do? That's one label. What do you look like? That's another label. They limit us. They limit us in proportion to what we're doing, how we're living, what we look like. Well, you can't go to heaven because you're all long hair. I've heard it all. I have heard it all. You know, a woman can't go to heaven if she puts on a pair of pants. You just can't dress that way and go to heaven. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, that's the way they do it. Judged, condemned, constantly. But it's time to come out of the closet of humanity. It's time to come out of the closet that you've been shoved in all your life. It's time to find your true identity. Our true identity is in Christ. He is our true identity. We are made in the likeness of God. Do we have tarnish? <laughs> sure we do. You cannot exist in this wicked world without being tarnished. 
I don't care how holy a person might think they are. The reality is we're all tarnished. We have the tarnish of society. We have the tarnish of religion. We have the tarnish of false blame for things we didn't even do. We're, we're labeled with the tarnish of Adam's bad decision when we weren't even there. Think about it. Think about this. It's a long gap, I understand. Coming out of the closet isn't something people do simply. You got to really give it some thought. You got to really think about the ramifications. And we're not talking about a gender thing here. This is nothing to do with the physical. This has everything to do with the real, the real you. You are not flesh and blood. You are not flesh and bone. You go look in the mirror and you are not seeing yourself. You're seeing the cocoon that is housing you. You are an eternal spirit. I will show you, I will tell you, that before you ever came out of your mother's womb, according to Scripture, you actually had, your, you as a spirit, actually had a presence with the Father who created you. He actually knew you. <laughs> knew you before he placed you in the womb. This might be hard for some of you to accept, and others have already seen it. Coming out of this closet means denouncing everything that's physical. You are not whatever you call yourself. You're not. You're not gay. You're not straight. You're not black. You're not white. Because Scripture tells us that none of that exists in the spiritual realm. When you come out of the closet, when that cocoon breaks open, when that metamorphosis takes place, what emerges will be pure spirit, purified spirit. You will be purified. It starts with you. It starts with your mindset. You know, we pray, we pray and we cry to a God that we think is outside of us. And why doesn't he hear us? Why doesn't he answer our prayers? That's the lie religion has taught us. Scripture tells me that the kingdom of God is within me. Jesus Christ, Christ Jesus, himself said it. Don't look over here when they say the kingdom's over here, the kingdom's over there, don't look. Because the kingdom of God is within you. Think about that. See, there are things in Scripture that are metaphorical. There's symbolism. But there's things in Scripture especially what Christ has said that you can just take to the bank. Where is the kingdom of God? What does Christ say? Within you, within you, within you. That kingdom of God within you is the real you. You are not what the world has told you you are. You're not a failure. You can't fail. You don't have the ability to fail. You don't. Because that king that lives within you is perfecting you, even without your knowledge. Now, I can prove this, and you're, you're going to have to do a little thinking back here. Rewind the tapes in your mind, your experiences back, say, about 10 years, I don't know, however long it takes. And think of how you have changed. Now, some of you will attribute it to just growing up. But think about your taste Think about the things that used to really trip you up when you were younger that now are just kind of like, oh, well, I'm one of those people. Seriously, anybody that knows my life knows when I was young, if it was there, I would partake of it. 
You know, it wouldn't matter what it was. I was known for going to parties and somebody would hold out their hand and say, here, take this. And I don't even ask what it is. I just pop it in my mouth or put window pane acid in my eye. I smoked enough pot to sink the Titanic. Quite honestly, I'm telling you the truth. And it wasn't some big religious experience. Over a period of time, I began to realize that my life was totally controlled by a substance. And I'm not talking about pot smoking. Apply anything you want. Drinking, smoking cigarettes. I'm not talking about habits. What I'm talking about is the evolving of the spirit within the individual changes them. They don't change. We don't change. We are changed. What we call growing up, all of a sudden I just saw, hey, this is all I ever do. And it's not that it was some terrible thing. That's not my point. The point was that I was being perfected inwardly. See, here's what people don't understand. Religion always works from the outside. Religion tries to tell you how to live. Stop this. Don't do this. Start that. Do that. Give me your money. That's a big one for religion. Dress like this. Act like that. Get those tattoos lasered off. Grow that hair out. Cut that hair off. Don't talk that way. Don't ride that noisy motorcycle. That's not very Christ-like. Well, it's probably true. Christ probably didn't have a motorcycle, but he had a donkey. Do you see what I'm saying? The real you has always been under attack from the outside. Religion attacks, attacks that spiritual being on the inside. You have been under attack all your life, and it's time to come out of the closet. It's time to realize that the spirit man within you, the kingdom of God within you, cannot be killed, it cannot be beaten, it cannot be stoned to death. Religion will try to stone you to death. Scripture tells us, if you read the, the I'm getting preachy here, if you just study the life of Christ, the people he was drawn to were the castaways. They weren't the high religious, in fact, the only anger that Christ ever showed was against the religious because of what they were doing. The woman taken adultery was going to be stoned to death by the religious. What did Christ do? He intervened. Why? Because he saw her spirit. He saw her as his child. He didn't see her through the eyes of religion. He saw the kingdom. He saw the kingdom of God within her. The woman that fought through the crowd because she had an issue of blood, which meant she had ongoing menstrual bleeding. And in Israel at that time, it was a terrible thing, you know, to be a, a bleeding woman and be in the presence of religious leaders and the, the hierarchy of religion. But she was there pushing through the crowd, trying to touch the hem of the hem of Jesus's garment because she knew she would be healed if she touched it. Everybody was trying to push her away, telling her to leave it alone, leave it alone. But she fought through the crowd. She fell down on her face and touched the hem of the garment of Christ. And what happened? Scripture tells us that Jesus perceived that virtue had left him. He knew something had happened. He could feel that spiritual exchange. And he turned around and looked and he said, who touched me? And she finally humbly admitted it. This poor woman, been bleeding. We don't know how long. An issue of blood that just wouldn't stop.
The religious tried to stop her because it just wasn't proper for her to come and touch the rabbi, the Messiah, just wasn't proper. But Jesus, Jesus healed her. She actually healed herself by her faith. So what he said, he said, your faith has made you whole. So the point is that even in that case, religion tried to stop the person Christ loved from touching him. But here's another aspect that we need to see. Most people miss this. And I've heard this probably preached you know, a thousand times. The woman who was bleeding, who was healed by Christ, but actually her faith healed her according to scripture. But here's what people fail to see. After the healing took place, and after she humbly confessed that it was her, what did Christ Jesus say to her? He said, your faith has made you whole. And then he called her daughter, daughter, D-A-U-G-H-T-E-R, daughter. That tells us two things. One, that she was his child. And secondly, that he was her father. Christ confirmed himself as almighty God right then. And he confirmed her as a child of God. See the closet she had been stuck in? See how she had to struggle for her freedom? We are in that closet. The Great Awakening is bringing us out of that closet. It's by necessity. The, the church is going to be purified in spite of itself. God is preparing the bride of Christ without spot or wrinkle. And what are the spots or wrinkles? All of our own human efforts. All of the... the <laughs> The things that have been placed upon us, the requirements of a religion trying to use behavior modification to straighten us out. See, we don't need straightened out. We don't. We need to be perfected from within. And it's our mindset that is stopping that. Right now, anyone hearing this little podcast, anybody hearing my voice is a child of God. You may not realize it. You may not believe it. You may not find any evidence <clears throat> to prove it, but your mind needs to be changing. You need a renewing of your mindset. You've been in the closet all your life, and now the closet door is going to be open. You've got to come out. <laughs> We're getting to the place where we have no more choice. We're going to die physically. We're all going to. Everyone hearing my voice, the person doing the speaking right now, is physically going to die. If we identify as humans, that's all we've got to look forward to. Think about it. No matter how hard you work or how rich you might get, look at the people here just in the last month. I could name them, but I won't. Famous people, rich people who have died or committed suicide. It's happening right and left. That's what you have to look forward to if you don't come out of the closet. Come out of the closet of humanity. Realize who and whose you are. Are you the person struggling for the healing, reaching out in faith? You're the daughter of God. You're the daughter of God. Are you the woman who was trying to pay her bills and was pushed into the closet of economic society in such a way that you had to sell your body to survive? God doesn't hate you. The religious gather around you with the stones to throw. 
But God doesn't hate you. Christ Jesus came to rescue you. That lady was guilty. Legally, the Pharisees had the right to stone her to death. But who intervened? Who intervened? Christ, God in the flesh, intervened. And he's intervening in your life. Are you going to come out of the closet? Are you going to realize who and whose you really are? Truth Radio at Mail.com.